0: Hello sports fans and welcome to the 16th episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up and talk about rugby league. My name is Adam and I know very little about football, so I am joined, like always, with my panel of armchair experts. Smokes?
1: Yes, I'm here despite despite some horrible, horrible results, I always front up.
0: (laughs) And the principal.
2: Hello, and what a wonderful week it's been since Sunday. I've enjoyed every minute of it
1: since, the the great
2: yeah.
0: win by the Blues. I, I bet, I bet. Yes, as uh, as Principal is alluding to, uh, this is obviously the Game 2 of State of Origin uh, summary and wrap-up conversation that we'll be focusing mostly on today. Uh, I'm assuming we all watched it, I know. <laughs> Smokes, you were there at the game. How was the atmosphere?
1: The atmosphere was incredible. That's the one thing I can take away from that evening. And look, I, I got offered a, a free ticket very late in the piece, like on the I think on the Thursday uh, before the game. So I thought, well, yeah, even though I was very... I didn't exactly have a lot of confidence in it, <laughs> our ability to win that game. Um, thought, yeah, why not? Let's go and have some fun. And uh, the atmosphere was amazing. There was 52,200 and something, and capacity is 52.5, so... Um, amazing, amazing atmosphere. And, you know, the fireworks display, all that sort of stuff, it's great. And just, uh, unfortunately, there there wasn't a lot of fireworks from the Queensland team. So that part of it wasn't a lot of fun. But anyway, there's always next year.
2: Always next year. In
0: principle, I'm assuming you were just at home watching it. Yeah, I was just at home and
2: just loving it. You know what? It's so good to have a team that you're supporting win. And win comfortably. It was very ah, it was yes. just Oh you yes. Know, I remember it. it. I remember it. <laughs> yeah. Smoke Smokes hasn't had it for a long time. You know, this year's been very depressing in terms of watching footy, but it was just nice to to think they're gonna win, know they're gonna win, and then they actually get the win. So it was it was very enjoyable.
1: I'm hearing harps in my head. You know when like someone like in a TV show or a movie says, I remember the days and all of a sudden you hear the harp playing and it flashes back to <laughs> olden times. Exactly. That's what I'm doing at the moment. <laughs> I <don't> remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, you know what? What, what can I say? Um, there's no excuses. New South Wales were incredible. It's as simple as that. Um, it's a very, very good. I per, and I know you know. I, I actually think it's the best New South Wales team I've seen. in In terms of being able to back that game one performance up with another very strong performance. And I, I guess something that that's gone a little bit lost in all this is they've won those two games convincingly, and they've done them both in Queensland. That's the first New South Wales team since I think I read nineteen ninety eight that have won back to back games in Queensland. That's pretty incredible. So you know, got to give credit where it's due.
2: Yeah, it's been amazing. I think the best part about the New South Wales team is they're all playing to the the best they can. There's not they're not relying they're on one in or really two good form. They're just you just got a team. Mm-hmm. You look at everyone and they they've all played well in both games and they're all. Sort of superstars oh, yeah. in their own rights. It's been a while since the Blues have been able to to run out just that many yeah. top plays. And you look at the uh, they were looking at you know if Australian team was picked now. It's it's been it's a full reverse of what it used to be with Queensland when they were dominant in you know, the the eight yeah. in a row that they won. It's you know who would you pick from Queensland? It's, very it's true. mostly mostly New South Wales at this there's, stage.
1: There's not many. There's uh. maybe there's probably two or three guys from Queensland that would still make the side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the like in terms of on form, not many at all. Um, yeah, you're right. They're all in really great form.
0: It was a very uh, yeah, one sided match. Like I was watching it sort of while doing other things. Um, but couldn't believe just you know Latrell Mitchell when he got that intercept and then ran eighty oh, meters of the that field like,
1: right in front of me too. Like, cause uh, I was sitting at the end of the field where Queensland were attacking in the first half. Mm. Um, and as soon as I saw Holmes get the ball, I thought, don't pass it. Don't pass it. Oh, he passed it. And, and I know that only made it 12-0. And there was still about 55 minutes of the game to go. As soon as that happened, I just straight away just went, no, that, we're done. We will not win this game. Because Queensland actually opened the game really well. And, they, and I know... The phantom was taking the piss out of me a bit yesterday with his messages about ah, oh, Green didn't take your call. They didn't take it up the middle. Blah blah blah. They actually were the first fifteen minutes of the game. That's exactly what they were doing. They were being very aggressive with their tackling, very aggressive with their with their front rows. I thought our two props were really good, um, the starting props Welsh and um, Papali or Papa Lee. Um, but then the big turning point was when Felt caught that kick. Started to run back, and Latrell did the one-on-one steal. A couple of tackles later, New South Wales scored the first try, and from that point on, New South Wales were
2: in control. Yeah, they just they didn't handle those soft soft sort of tries. You know that Latrell Mitchell one, like you said, and, and even that first one, just how that happened, just Latrell stealing the ball. Like it was just sort of against the run and play, really. Because that first yeah. the first couple of sets, I think New South Wales got the ball. They were getting dominated by Queensland. They were absolutely they. Queensland showed up for well, about I, five minutes, and then they forgot them. they forgot about what they did was, the first it, five minutes and turned it off. It was
1: pretty much up until that that strip, that one on one strip, which I think was about thirteen or fourteen minutes in the game. I actually thought Queensland were in front, like uh, and like you said, the, the first set of six in game one, I think New South Wales made about seventy or eighty meters. The first set in game two, they only made about twenty five meters. So I thought, okay, they've they've got the right mindset. They're coming here aggressively, but. It's all well and good to be aggressive, but if you don't win those big moments and if you don't have any bloody flair in attack, which they just didn't. They were just so inept with the ball. Our wingers were both just as poor as they were in Game 1. But as I said, I mean, New South Wales, they they waited for their moments. They took them. Um, They had a couple of tries disallowed as well, New South Wales, so it could have been an even bigger win. Uh, And they were fairly disallowed, but... um, But, geez, they weren't by far. Uh, Look, Queensland had a couple disallowed, which were very close as well. I mean, in the end, four tries to nil, it was almost a little bit flattering to Queensland in some respects. I think New South Wales probably, a couple of things go their way, they could have won by another 12 or 14 points.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that brings me perfectly to our predictions. Uh, Last week, we, you know, guessed what the scores was going to be. And, like, uh, Phantom, who's not here tonight, obviously, but uh, Phantom got... He he predicted 36 to nil. And I think to your point, Smokes, like, yeah, had a couple more gone, he would have been even more mm. close up to... Yeah, definitely. Perfectly.
1: Definitely. Uh, well, I guess I guess um, Principal was pretty close too. I mean, he had... Um, he nearly got the New South Wales school nailed. Um, 28. Yep. So, yeah. Um, uh, I, was going, I was well uh, off. I
2: mean... I was t- I, I did start cheering for Queensland the last bit just to see if I could get that score right just <laughs> but... to try and
1: get the, the closer yeah
2: <laughs> and then well, I, I, th- like... I think in terms of margin you actually won
1: because you um yeah cause that... the margin was twenty six and your margin was twenty so I think you were actually probably closest but I just yeah, think looks... I think
2: picking the score to nil though that was. You know, I guess Phantom that, was always going to do it, that, but that was, yeah. you know, I, I thought surely... Well, that yeah, can't. but he
1: only did that because I egged him on. Because he said 36-4 to four originally, so that's really arrogant. He, oh, did okay, that. he did nil. say he did that. Oh, right, okay. oh, yeah. I should have stuck
0: with yeah, it. Him anyway. down, uh, oh, so, <laughs> yeah, him doubling down was more so impressive, what are they, but yeah. what guess, are they going to yeah. do
2: in the game three to fix this, to try and... What oh, What are they going to do to uh, score points? Because now I understand why they... Well, straight, yeah. I actually understand why they probably wanted Walsh Walsh in the team because they needed something. like I didn't. I thought that was, you know, why would you put him in? There's got to be some better options. But, man, they didn't have much else. They needed something. It wasn't. Yeah, look, well,
1: what what they will do and what they should do are probably going to be slightly different. But one, thing, what will definitely happen? Now, Caelan Ponger finally comes back from injury this weekend. Um, AJ Brimson is also back from injury. And Harry Grant is back from injury. Assuming all those three players get through uninjured, all three of them will come straight back into that 17. There's no question about that. Um, I'd be putting Caelan Ponger at fullback. I'd probably be putting AJ Brimson in the centres because the fact is we've just got no strike there. I think Kurt Capor has been made an absolute scapegoat. Um, I think he's a back rower and they're asking him to defend against the best player in the competition in the back line. That's just not fair. It's, he's not He's not equipped to do that. He's a wonderful back rower and that is where he should play for Queensland. He shouldn't be defending at centre against uh, Tom Treblevich. Um But those guys will come straight in. Obviously, um, Harry Grant will come in. Even though, I, funnily enough, I actually thought Andrew McCulloch and, and Ben Hunt were two of our better players. And McCulloch was, was pretty damn solid defensively. And at least when Ben Hunt came on, he was at least trying to spark something. Um, but... Yeah, look, Harry Gantz is going to come straight back in. Look, in terms of what I would do, um, I would look at, and it's not going to happen, but I would actually look at bringing Reese Walsh and Sam Walker into that side too. And I'd also look at the um, the young centre from the Cowboys. I can't remember how to pronounce his whole name, but his nickname is The Hammer. Oh, um, yeah. I'd look, at yeah. Him, I'd look at putting him in the centres. He's about 19 or 20 years old, and the guy has speed. Is that, that, that
2: Fadogo? Play centre. Something Fadogo. Yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Hammer, Fadogo, something or other. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, the thing with him, he's got lightning speed. And the fact is, Queens look, even if Queensland bring all these young guys in and they lose 40 to 20 in game three, at least then so they can say, okay, well, now we're starting to score points. We're starting to build some attack. The defence stuff, they can, you know, sort that out over time with the young guys. But they've got to bring some guys in who are at least going to bring some threat to the New South Wales defensive line. I mean, six points in two games, it's not very good.
2: Just, it's just Queensland. Something I don't know what happened to your whole state of footy players, that anyone that's in that state. It's just you fallen off a cliff. Mm. Your, your three clubs, yeah. the Queensland origin team, it's just...
1: I mean, look, they've, they've got some really, really great young players coming through. It's kind of similar to where New South Wales were three or four years ago. They had all these really young guys, but they were just a little bit before their time, when Queensland were finishing off that dynasty. Queensland are in a similar spot now. That's why I think talk of, you know, you hear some of the... Phil you know, Rothfield, for example, come up with a story saying how this New South Wales team would have beaten the, the Queensland team that won 11 out of 12 series. Like, really? Come on. I mean, to be fair, I mean, that Queensland team has... What will ultimately have four Immortals in it. Because you got Cameron Smith, Billy Slater... Darren Lockyer and Jonathan Thurston, they're all going to end up being immortals. Um, to suggest that this New South Wales team now, which has a very good team and possibly the best New South Wales team I've seen, to suggest they are better than that team, that's a bit bit rich, I think.
0: Yeah, well, you know... Uh,
1: maybe over time. You don't say it after one series, though, because every time they do it, it's the problem, every time the New South Wales journalists do it, Queensland come out the next year and win.
2: I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. He's just put the mock. It just literally destroyed their their next couple of series by saying that yeah. they're the better team and oh, I don't know why. He yeah. always says stuff like that. the just... last year, is saying they're going to clean sweep it in Origin last year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he should just not say anything and stop firing him. Up. Um,
0: what do you reckon about Tedesco getting man of the match? I thought Luttrell would have had it after that intercept and run down the field, but a
1: bit like game one, know. you could have given it to half a dozen guys, couldn't you? Yeah.
0: I I mm. you know what
2: I didn't realize I, I sort of didn't think Tedesco sort of out you know outshone a few of the others that that were there but you know I don't know just mm. he always does a lot of work. When I you look at just, his stats he, though, yeah, I yeah. think that's what it is is the, the stats and he, he's always busy. He was, you know, he's always in. Well, I think he made something like, like two hundred and forty
1: meters or something yeah. like that, and I know the Troll made a lot of meters, but ninety of it was off the one run. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that's why. He did a lot of work for the whole game. And Look, like, again, you could have given it to half a dozen guys. You could have given it to Latrell. You could have given it to Traboyevich. You could have given it to Haas. He was amazing off the bench again.
2: Yeah, he was great, wasn't he?
1: Um, I think he made close to 150 metres. He would have only played about 30-odd minutes. I mean, the guy's a freak. Thank God he plays for Brisbane.
2: Yeah, he's probably happy he's not carrying a whole team like he does every every week in clubhouse. Well, them, so He probably thought, yeah. oh, you know. Yeah, you get-
1: you know. Yeah, so he gets he gets to be on the um the other end of beltings this time instead of the receiving end of it.
0: All right, you guys ready for some news headlines? Or let's let's do about it. Set of Origin, so singing the blues, Freddie's men make history in brutal series win that will damage Queensland. I don't know if it will really damage them. That'll yeah, be fine, you know, next year it's start again.
1: Pretty much, I mean, I think we sort of covered a lot of it. I, th- I think there is some things Queensland can do. Well, oh, the other thing too is like there is a few guys who are missing this series, like. Who got injured very early on. One big one that everyone's forgotten about is Lindsay Collins from the Roosters, the big prop. I mean, he's a he's an incredible player, and that, that hurts the forward rotation with him not being there. So uh, I think the thing, though, is that Queensland, compared to New South Wales, when they get a few injuries, they don't have as much depth. Whereas New South Wales can get four or five injuries. They've got guys who are pretty much at the same level who can come in and... Um, and just play at the same level. Like a good example is Dal Finnukan couldn't even make the seventeen. God, he would have been just been the first forward picked for Queensland.
2: It's been a while since um, New South Wales had that depth as well of players. It's it's got it a has, full, yeah. it's completely reversed between Queensland what Queensland used to be with all these players they could have shot. New South Wales could easily have a you know backups in pretty much every position. And um, yeah, Queensland about... are chucking in Kate while at centre, and obviously yeah, and, and
1: that's, like... that's Queensland's biggest weakness is centre, yeah. and that's what they've got to fix. That's why that's why I reckon they give the young boat from the Cowboys give the hammer a go, and I would put AJ Brimson in the other centre position. Valentine Holmes should be put on the wing and never be moved from there ever again, ever. I'm sorry, but he's had three cracks at fullback for Queensland. He's lost all three games and lost them all convincingly. I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm not saying he particularly did anything terrible. But a good example is that intercept. I mean, come on. I mean, it was so obvious what was going to happen there.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It hasn't been ever convincing at fullback for clubs either, really. He's sort of in and out of no. fullback at Cowboys. He's sort of back there, I think, now. But yeah. He's sort of. I think he's the world's he's, best winger.
1: Yeah. I think he's the world's best winger. Yeah, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with being the world's best winger.
0: Nathan Cleary' season still alive, but it's a huge blow for Penrith. What's mm. happening, Penrith? The New
1: South Wales halfback. Well, apparently he stuffed his shoulder about ten minutes into the origin, played out the game, and then they found it. Oh, sorry, mate, your shoulders a bit busted. So there were fears he was going to have to get surgery, but they reckon they can manage his way through it if they rehab him for the next four to six weeks. But Look, Penrith, obviously a much better chance with him in the team, but when you slot a guy like Matt Burton into your halves with him out, they're still going to, any of the lower-ranked teams, they're still going to knock them off.
2: I think there's going to be the decline of the Panthers. Their premiership is gone. starts with Cleary. We, we, knew, we know their weakness. Take away all their players. They, they That's lose, it. Right. I've been saying it the whole time. This is the first step in that process. I reckon they're going to get it's, a few more injuries, and then they're just going to slide back down. And I reckon yeah. South's you know going the, to sneak in Do you
1: know what the that? problem is? you know what the problem is? The team who are most likely to benefit from this is the frigging Melbourne Storm. I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sick well, of they're
0: already one and two no, Well, there. that's it. Or exactly. But
1: you know what? Maybe, maybe the Sea Eagles are the Smokies. Maybe Tommy yeah. Turbo maybe. Will lead them to glory. Or maybe South's as oh, well. Yeah, yeah, the Phantom. He'll... It, Phantom will have an orgasm if um, if Manly win the comp and Tommy gets me in the match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the way he goes on about
0: him. My God. I was. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed he's not here to... to I'm disappointed. Well, uh, actually, I'm
1: not disappointed we don't get his round wrap-up this time because that would have hurt.
0: Bellamy says, Munster is a competitive monster. But grub accusations are unfair. I don't know about that. I named a podcast episode the Grubs. So I think that's totally on the table. Ah, yeah. oh, look, he's
1: um he's look, he's done a few things that are a little bit below the belt the last few weeks. Um I don't know if he's necessarily a grub. If anything, I think it shows that he's just frustrated at the moment. He seems to be really frustrated and he's just doing a couple of stupid things. Like the the couple of little nudges, which they're, they're classed as kicks, were just just stupid. And look the thing with Tedesco, look it didn't look great. I'm not convinced he was like you know, going in there to try and hurt him with the knees. I mean the, the he slid in to get the to get the ball Tedesco at the same time he was arriving. Could he have pulled out maybe? I don't know. I think it I don't think it was there was any real malice in it, but he should probably clean it up a little bit, just be a bit wary.
2: No, you know, I just think you know Tedesco should just should get keep away from his knees. It's all Tedesco's fault. Well, that, that's you know, true. I mean, Tedesco, sick.
1: yeah, it's amazing how Tedesco is always getting injured, and it's the player who's hitting him is being labelled the grub all the time. Tedesco just taking Bloody out the roosters. Out you player. can't
2: trust them. Yeah, let's talk about the real them. grubs, who are the players that play for the roosters. They've got oh, a they bunch did. of them there. So, Monster, if we're, we're, we're looking at the scale of you know grubs, you've got the roosters team, basically all of them, plus Robinson. Then he got Munster yep. a little bit down on the scale after that. But, you know, maybe he'll move yeah. to the Roosters. Maybe the Roosters will see this and go, that's what it'd we suit, want in our team. Suit him.
1: Yeah. It'd suit him the bloody yeah. grub. <laughs> oh, what a grub. What a bunch of grubs, buddy. <laughs> Eastern suburbs, filth.
2: <laughs> oh, all right. I feel like that's dedicated <laughs> I to one person don't know how we got on right the right slag the Roosters
1: off there, but it was worth it and it was fun. <laughs> I saw
0: it coming. I'm like... When is not I here. Saw, like, I saw the news
2: headline. I'm like, that's where we're going. I'm taking it right there just for our you know, a person that wasn't here and if he if he t- came up, if he turned up a little, little bit more often he'd be able to have his report well that's, he could actually that's
1: defend right. himself but you know exactly. if this leads perfectly into the next article which I'll let, let our gracious host Yeah,
0: it's crazy, right? Take off your head and put it in a pumpkin. Hadley Slam's Dog Stars for Crippling Club. And the so main basically... the main guy
2: he's
1: referring to is Dylan Knapper. Now, where did he start his career again, Principal? Mm,
2: it would be the Roosters.
1: Of course it is. The bloody, rotten, filthy Grubs. <laughs> they should be renamed the Sydney City Grubs.
0: <laughs> so, basically, five Canterbury Bulldogs players went to a pub that has now been uh, listed as an exposure site for COVID. Yeah. And uh, so now they're, what, in quarantine for two weeks?
1: <laughs> <years. laughs> yeah, and, and that, that the Dogs, look, they're equal last with the Bronx.
0: Yeah, I mean, dogs, no one cares about them, right? Like, they're they're not going to... They're not a favourite, but... but They're a
1: team who are trying to rebuild, and five players now are unavailable for selection because they decided, hey, let's go out on the piss after we got our asses
2: kicked by Parramatta. Like, oh, players are so dumb. I read somewhere that the Bulldogs Club have been called out for this one because they... They've they the reason they got fined the the huge amount fifty thousand dollars was they they failed to actually tell inform the players of the rules as well. So I think they put yeah, a bit of I'm a bit of I mean it doesn't surely if you're the players you go oh look what's happening maybe we should check. But I think they're also yeah. The NRLs come down a bit hard on the the club because um the club didn't explicitly yeah. tell them that they weren't allowed to and look we who are you dealing with some of these footy players that you know they might Yeah, I...
1: well that's yeah and that's fair enough too and and look I, I I do get to a degree like it can be tough for these players maybe to, to work out what's what's okay and what's not because the restrictions placed on them are so much so much higher than they are on the general public. But at the same time, it's because they're given special privileges to be able to travel interstate, play games, continue to earn massive salaries um. So there's got to be some extra responsibilities they have to follow. So you know, if I'm getting six figure salary, uh, I'm gonna just follow the damn rules.
2: Yeah, it makes
1: sense.
0: Not to play devil's advocate, but is it not? Was it not like a very fast changing? Situation and that's 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 part Sydney? of the. Arg-
1: I think that's part of the argument that um maybe why there's been a little bit more leniency towards someone who's going to get mentioned in a special report later by the principal. Uh, I think that's why there's been a little bit more leniency towards him because it di- it does change very quickly. Um, but I think these Bulldogs players, I don't think they really had an excuse. They've gone out on the piss, you know, and and it means that uh, the dogs have got to bring a bunch of blokes who have never played first grade before to play this week against Manly, who are the high, you know, pretty much the informed team of the competition, apart from the Storm.
2: Yeah, it's a bad look, and I, I reckon if it was a top team, would they have done it? They just know where they're sitting as well, and I reckon maybe they, they could have thought about it and gone, you know what? Who mm. cares? But the players yeah, yeah, involved. Possibly. But look, they've stuffed their team up for this week. Let's see how they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos. It's the Bulldogs. Like, they're yeah. bottom of the ladder anyway. Darwin we're not uh, far <laughs> Broncos boosted by Stags' return as Knights Raiders get big name back. Hallelujah,
1: hallelujah, hallelujah!
0: Finally, finally, we're talking about spark
1: for Queensland. Finally, the Broncos are going to have a bit of start, spark because our best attacking player is finally back in the team. Where's he playing? Oh my goodness! What, where's he playing? He's playing in this. He's playing at right centre.
2: Oh, they're not putting him five eight.
1: No, they're not putting it at 5'8th because, you know, typical typical Broncos luck of the last couple of years. Uh, we had four players get injured at training on Sunday. So Carmichael Hunt tore his calf. Uh, ben Teo, coming back from injury, also tore his calf. Uh, Albert Kelly, I think he strained his hamstring. And one of the young back rowers, Ben Brendan Pekura, uh, hurt his ankle. And apparently three of those four players were going to be named in the team this week. So it's like, oh, okay. So, yeah, but no, Staggs is back, which is massive. Um, and Corey Oates is back for the Broncos too, which is really good because he's been playing really good footy in Queensland Cup. He's way too good to be stuck in Queensland Cup. Um, yeah, and, and obviously some big ins as well. Newcastle got Caelan Ponga back. The Gold Coast have got AJ Brimson. And you guys get your, your captain or your co-captain back, don't you? Oh, we do, it and might, you know what? You know, he's got a, he's got a
2: great surname. It's we the Raiders might actually get a, a few extra points every game now. So like they've been struggling with the goal kicking. So for for in, for nothing else but goal kicking, I'm glad he's back in. Mm. I'll be interested to well, see a how it goes. Of a, bit but. of
1: experience too. A bit of experience might help them at the moment because they're obviously losing those games with the fade outs That you know the fader's back in action, but maybe that's going to help them a bit. I, I guess the good thing is you are up against a team who just seems to think that they that they should be playing touch footy every week. So that might actually help you guys.
2: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting game. Really, as who knows who's going to win? But um, I just worry about his speed. He's, he's lost a lot of speed, so I think mm. this will be probably. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this goes, and I'm sure he'll get a run for the end of the year. But if they're saying what what they've been saying about him, the you know bone on bone in the knee, like there's no. He's lost all oh, his...
1: Oh, yeah, that's no good.
2: As soon as players yeah. start to get that, and apparently that's what he's got, plus the, the bung shoulder he's had issues with, then it starts he's to gonna get issues... He's
1: going to have some is... fun, fun issues when Which he's is... older, isn't he? Like yeah, bone yeah, on no. bone. You don't gonna... he, have arthritis in his knee when he's an old man.
2: Yeah, if it's, if it's true what they say, but, you know, that's what I've heard. <laughs> and it's, you think, well, it's going to mm. be hard for players to, to keep... people. They put up with it for a certain amount of time, but eventually it catches up with them, so... We'll yeah, see, but I'm glad definitely. he's been one of my favourite players ever since he started playing, so I really hope he does well. And he Yeah, he, al- he always
1: it. like puts in 100%. He's, always, he's been a very good club man for you guys, I think. He's yep. really always given it everything. I mean, he's, he's never been the, the best in his position, but he's always been solid and consistent. Uh, but yeah, good, good in for you guys. As I said, a couple of good ins for the Broncos. Yep. Obviously, the Knights get Caelan Ponger back, which is massive for, for them and for Queensland. Um, so yeah, some big ins this week. So uh, and it's it's a it's the because like, I think the, the origin teams get picked on Sunday and Monday too. So it's only like one round for all these players to impress. Um, well, not so much for New South Wales, you know what their team's going to be. But um,
0: yeah, same as last two. Teams. It'll be the
1: same with the exception of obviously um, they have to find a replacement for Nathan Cleary,
0: right. Uh, oh, yeah, up. yeah, because of his mm. uh, shoulders. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. So, last news article here. No one's going anywhere. Kevy backflips on out of favour Bronco stars. Yeah, I feel like it was only a week or two we were talking about. Mm. Kevy's gonna cull the team. Yeah, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let principal flip.
2: go first before I chime in. This, is, honestly, I just Kevin Walters. I I like the guy, right? But what the hell is he doing every week? It's just it's like. Last week he's like, "Nah, we're cleaning out. See you later." He's, he changes his mind. He just chops the half rotations. He's got this. It's just all over the place. And I sort of I get that he's the losses aren't helping, but man, it's just it's so confusing. I'm just I'm confused. Imagine what the players feel. They're like one day they're like, "Yeah, go find another club." Oh wait, nut, nah, hang on a sec. We want you for the rest of the year now. And it's like, and and like we said, these are two to some of their better players for this year. And I think that like we I think we said in the last podcast, they should be playing for the rest of the year for Broncos just to help them through this, this period and hopefully avoid the wooden spoon. Why would you get rid of your two best players? Anyway, but yeah. I'd love to hear your well, take on this.
1: Well you know the thing is what's the one big difference of the what's the one big um, decision the club has made since that press conference where Kevy said these guys have yeah. been looking elsewhere? Uh
2: Exactly. Ben Eichen. Ben Eichen <laughs> so
1: got- has come in as head of football. I reckon he has said, for the rest of this year, we need to cut out all of the distractions, all of the hearsay about what's going to happen, and just create some stability. So tell these guys, you're here till the end of the year, and then we reassess. So I think from that point of view, it's actually a very smart move. Like... Does that mean they're going to be here beyond this year? I don't know. Like maybe, maybe they'll retain one of them, let the other one go. I'm not sure, but at least now the, that those two know, okay, no, no, you're here to the end of the year. So just focus on playing football, which is good for them because it means if they are going to move on, at least they can now say, okay, well, I can at least use the last nine rounds to really play my best football so that any potential new clubs can see what I can do. So then they can they can go out, just focus on the footy. Um, the return Of Catoni D- uh, Staggs As well Is going to help Boost that team um, So that they could that, You know I think creating that stability And getting a couple of these guys Back on the field It's it's actually a positive thing But yeah It's very weird How it's come about How it's all played out In the media And it's like Oh just But I'm at least glad They've drawn a line In the sand And said no no These guys are These guys are here Until the end of the year And we'll work out that shit After the season's finished Because it's very important For the Broncos They've got nine games To try and get some sort of something out of this year if they can jag four or five wins out of those nine games they can at least walk away okay well we took something out of the back end of that year so it gives them a chance to do it
0: with these B bets what's going on here with this oh I'm um, so contesting women's...
1: that I'm so contesting that my B you, bet
0: you can't that contest is that
1: was... it I'm,
2: I'm not you lost a loss? Okay. I didn't
1: lose Smokes. I actually won that bet the referees <laughs> took it off me and you both you, well. you saw it you know that I'm right <laughs>
2: It's a good game. It's the worst call all
1: year. It was hey, a good, very good game. You
0: know before. what? We we should have talked. spoken about, about
1: that.
2: that. We should have spoken about that because it was actually a fantastic game.
1: Uh, so I guess another thing to, to look at least something that did salvage the weekend a little bit for me was the women's state of origin game at the sunny coast in wet conditions. Queensland play Queensland. This has played a really great game. Um, eight points to six. Uh, penalty goal, literally with about thirty seconds to go, sealed the game for Queensland. But Geez, the women absolutely rip and tear into each other. It's really fun
2: to watch. And you know what was refreshing? There wasn't the six again. It was just... You know what? It was just a fantastic game. It just... Yeah, that's it, true. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they'll ever change the, the men's comp back to that, but what... Actually, why did, why did they even not... Why did they change the rules for this one?
1: Uh, oh. They just wanted to try and... Well, I'm not sure why it was like that for the women's origin, but yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, it was good. It meant that, you know, that there were just... Penalties where there were penalties, and um, but yeah, like it was a low sc- and it goes to show that you can have a low-scoring game, and it can yeah. still be a lot of fun and very entertaining to watch. Like I mean, both teams like really went at it. Um, there was some really good attacking play, but some really good scrambling defence from Queensland, especially in the second half when they were holding onto that lead. And then it got to six all, and obviously, I'm very, very disappointed with a particular decision with two minutes to go, which uh, cost our...
0: I mean, the main event of last week's beer bets was uh, the Blues to win, Phantom. Thank God uh, I talked him down from
1: 16 beers or whatever (laughs) it started at. Oh, because there's no (laughs) reason (laughs) on that. Because, you know what, the reason I didn't want to take that is because I was not confident at all that we were going to win.
2: What's depressing is now the Phantom's got the most beers that somehow come back. it,
1: It won't last. He'll come up with some stupid bet.
0: It, they just rotate around So Phantom got 7 beers Mostly from the Blues winning State of Oregon Game 2 Principal lost 1 And Smokes lost 6 yeah. So That all adds up to 72 So I think my math is good uh, yeah. So this week Beer bets Boys <laughs> Who's betting what? All right, I'm, I'm oh, going to wow, double up I haven't up. even
2: looked at the games I'm doubling up on my Jack Whiten thing Jack Whiten to score a try This week After not getting much time For the Blues He's going to come back And score a try Anytime. I'm
1: so. not. I'm not taking that because I tend to think he might score a try against a very ordinary Gold Coast <laughs> Titans defence. But I reckon. I reckon. No, so, um, fan he will take fan it. Take. Fan will know, take take it. Let's just make him take it. Let's make him take yeah, it.
0: Yeah, we're gonna say so. two beers. He's not right. here. He can't. Knowing, defend knowing, knowing our history, he'll win four beers. I know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why he's still he in it because we keep winning it for him. Yeah.
1: I think my beer bet is going to be a pretty simple one. Two beers that the Broncos will beat the Sharks on Sunday
2: afternoon. Ooh, I'll take that one. Done. I thought so. Second favourite team. Second favourite team. Uh, right. Who right. would have thought five years ago if I was seeing the Sharks as my second favourite team? They were my most I'm
1: very disappointed, I'm very oh, disappointed see, in you. That, you've, you've just gone That leads sci-fi. in
0: perfectly to Dugan Report. We'll mm. worry about Ben's bet. Don't worry about him. He's going to be Dugan the best one report. ever. Sharks player.
2: The, Do- the best <laughs> one ever. The Dugan report is back. How fantastic. We've had weeks and weeks of just nothing. Now, he has decided to just go, you know what? COVID? What COVID? I'm just going to go and have some drinks and some food with my mates. And he, If this is not only just a Dugan update report, it's an injury report as well, because the NRL have gone whack with a $25,000 fine. and that, is, boom. And with that whack, he's been injured. He's just fallen off his chair when he's fell. And he's, he's now unable to play through shock and through just being whacked by the NRL this time. So this is fantastic. You know, finally something to say. And you know what? He's actually upgraded. So, you know, in the past, he's gone, you know, his, his idea of a good time is cruises on a roof. Now he's getting paid a little bit more, especially paid for doing nothing because he's been playing reserve grade. Mm. He's upgraded to a restaurant, <laughs> but he's still, I will say. Well, you know what
1: as well, um, he'll be able to, he'll have plenty of time to drink lots of cruises on his roof now because he has to quarantine for two weeks by himself. Yep. So he'll be able to drink, he'll be able to take the whole carton up there, sink them all by himself, have a little snooze on the roof, hopefully he doesn't roll off and break his hip. Yep. You know, because be he's, the next he's injury very prone.
2: injury prone. Dugan falls off roof um, after passing that's out. That's it, Dugan after...
1: falls off roof, yeah, after cruiser bender. You know, Dugan, Dugan doesn't have a lot of great luck with um getting into trouble around origin time. Didn't you do that a few years ago? Him and Blake Ferguson got on the Terps like a few days before like a an origin decider or something and and they lost and then they
2: got into a lot of trouble for it. He's just his own worst enemy. I just honestly <laughs> want he He just can you imagine his career if he just applied himself and oh, didn't mate. Do Well his... that's the
1: thing, he does actually have a lot of skill. He so didn't. it's just like oh
2: mate. And injury news. We oh. always joke about the injuries, blah blah blah. You know, we probably talk it up a bit. He's actually a such a talented player, but it just throughout his career, he has just had issue after issue. You blokes, the problem is, Canberra has produced a lot of drunks. Well, there's not much else to do down there. See, <laughs> so look, look at look <laughs> at just... look at our
0: our host is drinking. Balls,
1: there, Ball's yeah. Our host is on about his twelfth beer. I'm, I'm on my second. <laughs> I'm on my
0: second one already, mate. I'm, yeah, I'm second since
1: it. we started recording.
0: Yeah, that's right I <laughs> oh, mean, it's cold you are got to stay warm somehow it. Um, I, feel like, I feel like we missed a, a big news article though What's this I hear about the Brisbane Sharks? Oh, that's mm. the other thing I wanted to add that in actually You know, what do you think,
2: Smokes? Before do you it. can go first on the show
1: oh, oh, you know what? I think the Sharks are a bunch of useless twats And <laughs> they're not welcome in Brisbane So they can just stay rotting away in the Shire being St George's little brother for the rest of their lives, which will hopefully only be about two or three more years before they die. I'm
0: <laughs> so harsh. I think they're going to die, um, man. Did you see the little where yeah, apartments no, they've sold? Like, they, they they got money. I think that... Um, yeah, finally. Yeah. The, the real...
2: I think, you know, the person who came up, I think it was the person from the Queensland Rugby League who came up with this. Mm. I think he's got the right idea. Not the Sharks. I don't think... I think they're... They've finally got themselves settled, and you know I've actually started warming to their their team. So I don't want my second favorite team to mm. be moved. But there's got to they you know we keep talking about how much player how much talent there is to go around for this extra team in Queensland. Surely, mm. what I can't see why we have a competition still with how the majority of teams more than half the teams from within forty kilometers of each other. Like it's just. It seems ridiculous, and I think this guy's yeah. got a point. I don't know how you move a team because it's going to be the same issue with whatever team you name to move, but it's just, yeah. it just it, it. blows my mind that we still have these teams, in so many teams in Sydney, so close to each other. I get the tradition, but it's a national competition. Surely we can, we can move away from that.
0: Could could you have like a Cairns something or other? Like I'm trying to think. Gold Coast you've already got.
1: Oh, look the, the 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 next team is going to be place. the Brisbane, like a second Brisbane team, which is fair enough. Brisbane, Brisbane should have more than one team. I yeah. mean, it's a pretty big city, you know. Obviously, not quite mm. as big in population as Sydney, but they should have more than one team. Um, yeah, okay. it's it's a tough one isn't it? because, like you know, trying to relocate a Sydney team. I mean, any any team you pick, you are going to get their fan base creating an argument as to why they should stay in Sydney and shouldn't be made to move. Look, I think if anything, the, the team who has the lo- the the least. <laughs> amount to 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 fight for. There's probably a team like Cronulla, and I'm not trying to be an asshole or a mm. ass about their fan base or anything. But I mean, you compare them to some of the other teams. They don't have the same history as the South Sydney or Eastern Suburbs or you know Roosters, whatever you want to call them. Um, same as um, uh, St George, for example. They have got huge history, so they don't have the same sort of history as that. But at the same time, it's, it's they, they have they another have, logo. That's it. Just, you God, know... Another
0: bloody animal or something can... All right. Uh, moving on to round 16, tips. Um, I'll get Phantoms, typical. Um, so let's start talking. Uh, Roosters versus Storm. I'm going to go Principal first.
2: Why did they have to put this game after an Origin series? Like, seriously, could they schedule this game when we don't have players backing up? Th- they've ruined a perfectly good game, I feel. It'll still be a good game, mm. but I just... I think... Surely they could have thought about it a little bit more And maybe tried to reschedule yeah. this But I'm going to say The Storm will destroy the Roosters By 20
0: Yep <laughs> well, I like that, okay, um, Spokes I am inclined
1: to agree with the principle I think the Storm again going to rip The Roosters a new A-hole
0: yeah, I, I do wonder what was going to pick for this one. I'm no, but the the Roosters good, will but. fight hard. There's no they, chance. The
1: Roosters always fight hard. They're, they're, they're a solid club, but the Storm have got too many guns. They'll win.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Warriors versus Dragons. Oh, good game. Uh, principal.
2: I'm going to go Dragons for no other reason than they're the first team I saw when I looked at the tipping thing. Just
0: dragons. I have no idea. I forget what I tipped for this one, but uh, it smokes us yeah. One.
1: I think I'm going to back the dragons. too. because I, I imagine Reese Walsh is probably still out too, and uh, I'm pretty sure Ben Hunt's backing up. So yeah, I'm going to go the dragons. It's at Central Coast as well, so they should have the home ground, home crowd advantage.
0: I've apparently picked Warriors for this one. The Warriors. Um. Okay. <clears throat> That's a surprise to me. Who's a favourite uh, for that one? Of the bookies tips. Oh, Warriors are favourite. I, I think zero. the
1: Warriors might be favourite, but yeah, yeah, right. I'm
2: yeah, the Dragons Warriors.
0: might
1: get them. All
0: right, Panthers versus Eels. Smokes is going Panthers. No, Panthers.
2: Uh, I'm going to go Panthers, but I think Eels have got a good chance. I, I just they do have a good chance with know, Cleary Pan- out.
1: They definitely have a chance.
2: Cleary's out. Then Penrith have got a few players that, that are backing up, but I think
1: 82 to 18 is a bit of a joke. It should be much closer
2: than that. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised with the percentages of. Should the be more like 60 40. Yeah, 60 yeah. 40, I reckon, would be more accurate.
0: I am also going the Panthers. All right, Bulldogs versus Sea Eagles, smokes.
1: Yeah, ninety-seven to three in favour of Manly with the percentages is very accurate. Manly should pulverise <coughs> them into a
2: bloody pulp. Yeah, can
0: I feel like we're going to almost go the same every round or every game here? Uh, yeah,
2: Manly by a lot, especially Bulldogs debuting three players in a bit of a shambles. <laughs> the club at the moment, yeah, so by plenty.
0: All right, uh, Raiders versus Titans. Principle. I'm surprised.
2: I'm just looking at the win percentage. The Raiders are 90%. To t- yeah. I think it's going to be closer. You know, Raiders are, are not going any better than Titans, really. So, mm. um, Not, not yeah, much better,
1: that's for sure.
2: No. So, I'll definitely go Raiders. I'm hoping they win by a lot. But, yeah, I'm not. I'm a bit nervous about this one.
0: Yeah, I'm back in the this Raiders. This going to be the game that we watched, wasn't it? But yeah. I don't. This was going to be the game we watched, right? we
2: have a lot of drinks.
1: Yeah. Look, I'm I'm going to to back the Raiders um, just on the basis that the Gold Coast are just not very good defensively.
0: Yep. Okay, uh, Knights versus Cowboys. Smokes. Oh, this is a tough
1: one. Um, Because the Cowboys sorted them out pretty comfortably only about – it was only about two or three weeks ago, I reckon. But I'm actually going to back the Knights. I think Carl and Ponga is going to make a huge difference. And the Cowboys, I think
2: they're on the slide – uh, yeah, I'm going Knights. Um, Val, Valentine Holmes, after his shocker, he's going to just, you know, still be feeling those vibes. So And last time I tipped against Knights and they won, so a bit still spewing about that. So let's yeah. go Knights this week. Yeah,
1: you reverse your tip, that's right. No,
2: oh, never again. All right. Never again.
0: <laughs> Broncos versus Sharks. Smokes.
1: I am going to back my team. Ketani Staggs is back. Mm. Got to, got to go with him. They've got to give me something to finish this awful couple of weeks of football off for me. All right, I'm
0: Principal. tipping
2: Smokes as misery continues and Sharks to win by eh, comfortable. Yeah. I'm gonna say let's, I'll put, let's say fourteen.
0: All right, I'm also going sharks, and then West Tigers versus Rabbitohs. It's pretty obvious. Like, yeah, you know Ra- Rabbitohs,
1: Rabbitohs. They're they're way too good for the for the Tigers. Yeah,
0: Rabbitohs. Clean sweep for Rabbitohs. Uh, and I'm also Rabbitohs. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of uh, episode 16 of Pub Talk Rugby League. Thank you all for listening. Um, as always, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you on next week. Goodbye. Yep.
1: Thanks, guys. Hopefully there's something more exciting for me to talk about next week. Uh-huh.
2: See you later. Go the Raiders and the Blues.